Sermon 104, Commentary in the Gospel of Luke, Sermons 96 through 110, by Cyril of Alexandria, translated by R. Payne Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Luke 14, 15 through 24. And when one of them that reclined at table with him heard these things, he said unto him, Blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. But he said unto him, A certain man made a great supper, and bade many, and sent his servant at supper-time to say to them that were bidden, Come, for lo, all things are ready. And they at once began all of them to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a field, and I must needs go to see it. I pray thee permit me to be excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I go to examine them. I pray thee permit me to be excused. And another said, I have taken a wife, and therefore I cannot come. And when the servant returned, he told his lord these things. Then the master of the house was angry, and said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and market-places of the city, and bring in hither the poor, and the maimed, and the blind, and the lame. And the servant said, Lord, what thou commandest is done, and yet there is room. And the Lord said to his servant, Go out into the highways and hedges, and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say unto you, that none of those men that were bidden shall taste of my supper. Again, the purport of the lessons laid before us obliges me to say that the fruit of good works is praiseworthy, for not unrewarded is the toil of the saints as they strenuously labor to lead that life which is truly worthy of admiration both with God and men. For the wise Paul writes, For God is not unrighteous to forget your labor and your love, which ye have showed unto his name. And again, in another place, he uses similar words. For the lightness, he says, of our present affliction worketh for us abundantly and in a higher degree an eternal greatness of glory, when we look not at the things which are seen, but at those which are not seen. For the things which are seen are those of time, but the things which are not seen are for eternity. For the things of time are those of earth, and these, we say, are what are here called the things which are seen. But those which are to come, and which at present are not seen, but consist in those hopes which are with God, are stored up for us in mansions that cannot be shaken. And who are they for whom these things are prepared, and unto whom they will be given, the Saviour has here shown, portraying as in a picture by the parable set before us, the nature and efficacy of the dispensation. It is necessary, however, for me first to say what was the occasion which led to this discourse. Our Lord, then, was feasting at a certain Pharisee's, in company with many others assembled there, the friends of him who had bidden them to the entertainment, and the sharers of his sentiments. There again the Saviour of all, to benefit those who were gathered there, for he loveth mercy rather, and not honour and vainglory. Perfected him that invited them, by not permitting him to make lavish expense, 
or aim at what was beyond his means to gain the praise of men for he said when thou makest a dinner or a supper call not thy friends nor thy brethren nor further any others who are rich and thy neighbours but rather the poor and the maimed and the blind for those he said who so act shall be blessed at the resurrection of the just upon which one of those who were reclining with them at meat on hearing words thus excellent said blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of god probably however this man was not as yet spiritual but rather animal nor fitted to understand correctly what was spoken by christ for he was not one of those who believed nor had he as yet been baptized for he supposed that the rewards of the saints for their mutual labours of love would be in things pertaining to the body because then they were too dull in heart to comprehend a precise idea christ frames for them a parable which with sufficient oppositeness sets forth the nature of the dispensation about to be instituted for their sakes and says a certain man made a great supper and bade many and he sent his servant at supper-time to say to them that were bidden come for lo all things are ready and here let us first of all inquire what was the reason why it is rather to a supper than a dinner that the guests were invited or rather even before this who is to be understood by the man who sent one to invite to the supper and who also is the inviter and who in fine they are who were invited but despised the summons by the man therefore is to be understood god the father for similitudes are formed to present the truth and are by no means the truth themselves he therefore the creator of the universe and the father of glory made a great supper that is a festival for the whole world in honour of christ in the last times then of the world and so to speak at this our world's setting the sun arose for us at which time also he suffered death for our sakes and gave us his flesh to eat as being the bread from heaven which giveth life to the world towards evening also and by the light of torches the lamb was sacrificed according to the law of moses and therefore with good reason the invitation that is by christ is called a supper and next who is he that was sent and who it also says was a slave perchance christ himself for though god the word is by nature god and the very son of god the father from whom he was manifested yet he emptied himself to take the form of a slave as being therefore god of god he is lord of all but one may justly apply the appellation of a slave to the limits of his humanity yet though he had taken as i said the form of a slave he was even so lord as being god and when was he sent at supper-time it says for it was not at the commencement of this world that the only begotten word of the father descended from heaven and was in form like unto us but rather when the omnipotent himself willed it even in these latter times as also we have already said and what was the nature of the invitation come 
for lo all things are ready for god the father has prepared in christ for the inhabitants of earth those gifts which are bestowed upon the world through him even the forgiveness of sins the cleansing away of all defilement the communion of the holy ghost the glorious adoption as sons and the kingdom of heaven unto these blessings christ invited by the commandments of the gospel israel before all others for somewhere he has even said by the voice of the psalmist but i have been set as a king by him that is by god the father upon zion his holy mount to preach the commandment of the lord and again i was not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of israel and their determination then was it for their own good did they regard with admiration the gentleness of him who bade them and the office of him who ministered the call not so for they began it says all of them at once to make excuse that is as with one purpose without any delay they made excuse for the first said i have bought a field and i must needs go to see it i pray thee permit me to be excused and another said i have bought five yoke of oxen and i go to examine them i pray thee permit me to be excused and another said i have taken a wife and therefore i cannot come thou perceivest that by senselessly giving themselves up to these earthly matters they cannot see things spiritual for being overcome by the love of the flesh they are far from holiness and are covetous and greedy after wealth they seek those things which are below but make no account no not in the slightest degree of those hopes which are stored up with god far better would it have been instead of earthly fields to gain the joys of paradise and instead of transitory tillage for this was the object of the yokes of oxen to gather the fruits of righteousness for it is written sow for yourselves righteousness gather as vintage the fruit of life was it not their duty rather instead of the carnal procreation of children to have chosen spiritual fruitfulness for the one is subject unto death and corruption the other is an eternal and abiding affluence for the saints when then the householder heard their refusal he was angry it says and commanded that from the streets and market-places of the city there should be gathered the poor and the maimed and the blind and the lame and who then are to be understood by those who for the sake as i said of lands and tillage and the carnal procreation of children refuse to come certainly it must be those who stood at the head of the jewish synagogue men with wealthy purses the slaves of covetousness with their mind set on lucre on which they lavished all their earnestness for so to speak throughout the whole of inspired scripture one may see them blamed for this very thing those then who were superior in station to the mass of the common people did not submit themselves to christ when saying unto them take my yoke upon you they rejected the invitation they did not accept the faith they remained away from the feast and scorned the great supper by their hardened disobedience 
for that the scribes and pharisees did not believe in christ is manifest by what he says unto them ye have taken away the key of knowledge ye enter not in yourselves and those that are entering ye have hindered in their stead therefore those were called who were in the streets and market-places who belonged that is to the jewish common people whose mind was sickly and infirm and dark and halting for such one may consider to be blind and lame but they became strong and whole in christ they learnt to walk uprightly and received the divine light into their mind and that a multitude of the jews not easy to number believed one may learn from the acts of the apostles when then those it says who were in the streets had been called he whose office it was to bid them to the supper said to the householder still there is room and the lord said to his servant go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled for i say unto you that no one of those men that were bidden shall taste of my supper here observe i pray the calling of the gentiles after that the israelites had entered by faith for in old time the gentiles were boorish in mind and uncultivated in understanding and so to say outside the city as living in lawlessness and more like cattle than men and with little use of reason and on this account he who invites to the supper is sent into the highways outside the city and to the hedges in the fields moreover he is commanded by him who sent him not merely to invite and offer them exhortation only but even to compel them and yet in all men faith is a voluntary act and by attaining unto it of their own free will men are acceptable unto god and largely endowed with his gifts how then are men compelled yes this also was said advisedly for it was necessary absolutely necessary for the gentiles as being fettered by an intolerable tyranny and fallen under the yoke of the devil and caught so to speak in the indissoluble meshes of their sins and utterly ignorant of him who by nature and verily is god that their calling should be very urgent resembling the use of force that they might be able to look up unto god and taste the sacred doctrines and leave off their former error and spring away as it were from the hand of satan for christ also said no man can come unto me except my father who sent me drag him but dragging implies that the calling is an act of power such as god only can exercise and the blessed david is also found addressing god in similar terms respecting them with bridle and bit shalt thou restrain the jaws of those that draw not near unto thee thou seest how the god of all as with a bridle turns unto himself those who fiercely have departed from him for he is good and loving unto mankind and willeth that all men should be saved and come unto the knowledge of the truth 
the chiefs therefore of the israelitish populace remained aloof from the supper as being obdurate and proud and disobedient and scorned so surpassing an invitation because they had turned aside to earthly things and fixed their mind upon the vain distractions of this world but the vulgar multitude was called in and after them immediately and without delay the gentiles for when our lord jesus christ arose from the dead he cried out unto the holy apostles saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth go make disciples of all nations baptizing ye them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy ghost and teaching ye them to observe all those things that i have commanded you and lo i am with you every day even unto the end of the world end of sermon one hundred four